Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The smell of pig shit is one of a kind. It's not like dog shit or cow shit. This smell... Bad. It's really bad. And it never goes away. Gets into your clothes. Gets into all kinds of stuff. But you know, for us, smells like like money. money. This is pig royalty. Okay. This is pig royalty. This is Discovery Plus. Those of you who have bought Discovery Plus or have signed up because of us, you now know it was worth it. I, you know, I'm not sorry. I would have said I'm like for the single life. It's good. It's great. But I, I still say I'm sorry I made you pay for this. Nope. I, I have no regrets for this. I think even if this stretches into two months, if you're paying $5, $6 a month for this, Totally worth it. Or you totally could wait. You could wait and do this all in a That's binge once, once the show's out. Just That's pay your true. one, your eight bucks with no commercials, and then you're done Y'all, in a day. Pig royalty is immaculate. I, I, what, what are you? I know how I feel because I've watched the first three episodes. For I waited because I wanted to have a different point of view. I literally just watched the first episode. Yeah, that's why today. you watched it. That's why you waited. Well, it is. I don't want to like, I don't want to be like, dropping pearls that you already know i want to have a li- i want to have the experience of the of our listener can i <laughs> just listener, have that the one <laughs> our, oh yeah not listeners listener of gary <laughs> of carl's wife Car- gary and carl's wife um out in what, montauk what are, what are your first of all uh what what are your what 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 what, what how do you respond what did what did you think what is what are what are words that come to mind when you think of pig royalty? Um, real, yeah, real. Um, this is, I mean, this was the future farmers of America in Lone Grove, Oklahoma, y'all. The pig competition <laughs> at the Hardy. Be a, this no, cannot no, I'm just, be a Lone Grove story. <laughs> I'm just saying. In I'm Ardenward, wanting your thoughts. No, the competitions at Hardy Murphy Coliseum were ruthless. How did you get out of showing pigs? How did I didn't you? show pigs. That's what all I'm my saying. friends show pigs. So my you, one, you did have friends who showed pigs. Oh, oh <laughs> yes, everywhere, y'all, and they all got scholarships. So what? Kept my you friend from doing Jessica, it? her uh, her cousin always wore her rope. You knew when she had her ropers on. There's a our school, Lone Grove. You drive like a mile from the school. And there's a huge farm for the FH for the FFA. They have their own school, and they teach the kids how to do all how the to pigs show pigs, how to show pigs. They teach them how. But I'm saying, how did you avoid becoming a pig shower? Becoming limp, into limp wrist. Gotcha. That did because it. The, that the, did the it. judge would have said, <laughs> "Yeah, you're out, faggy." Yeah. Was, <laughs> hey, hey, Mister Hallam, I want to show this pig. Can I please? They're like that's the, his name. The pig that's can trot, an, honey. You can't. <laughs> that was true. The guy who did FFA was was also one of the big like wasn't like bishops, but he was really, really, really big in Lone Grove First Baptist, and his wife always sang at First Baptist. Mister Hallam, First Baptist don't have bishops. Uh, it's whatever. There was something kind of Minister. upper level. 
Maybe. And anyway, his wife, she had a beautiful voice. She would always sing. And then uh, he always would wear ropers kind of up at his real waist. Not at your low waist, but up at his real waist. What are ropers? So had, I don't know what those are. Ropers. What are the they? The jeans. The jeans. They're called ropers? Yeah. That's what, that was what they, roper jeans. That's what all the girls especially, but the guys would wear, your Wranglers, your ropers. Oh, is that a, oh, is that a, a, is that a brand name or is it a specific what, type of jeans? What, you, I'm from rodeo country. So there, I mean, a lot of people did rodeos and the, the I think still the, the, the uh, international rodeos in Oklahoma city. So people wore ropers cause you're like riding a horse and you're roping. It's com- How competition. How are those different than other jeans? They're competition. They're nicer. So like all oh, the future farmers, the they would wear their ropers on the days that they were going to show pigs. I thought this was a brand of jeans that was it might called be, ropers. Maybe I, I just, don't know. I just saw it's like something that Mister Roper would wear from Three's Company. So it's like a nice dress jean. You're saying yes, I yes. see. That makes sense. So and they're usually high waisted. Okay, and so like the butt is very pronounced because they're you know they're up. Yeah, and so. Anyway, um, we need to keep going. What happened? So much oh my to God. say about pig so, royalty, so not your me, history. <laughs> so God. for me, it, so for me, it is real. Okay, the competition is—it's just real. That's the—that's when people are watching this are thinking: Is this made up? Is this fake? I don't care, it, y'all. This is this is real. What, um, what about you? What were some words for you? Compelling. Um, yeah. I, I they captured lightning in a bottle because I no, I rarely see a reality show topic that I'm like because when I saw Pig Royalty I'm like Ugh. I watched the trailer and I went oh this is really well done oh this this looks like a documentary film where I, I, yes. it feels filmic to me and they and they it feels like a film that is stretched out into almost a mini series it looks like something that belongs on fucking HBO Max well um, i don't think you've watched cheer yet um i did i i couldn't get past the first episode i'm oh, sorry I to loved say cheer, I, and i thought this was very similar the way it was filmed and the the feeling it's a documentary yeah, of cheer yeah i couldn't um, get past i, I, I I, you're just not into that world. No, I'm not. The, yeah, too much, not too, po- too much positivity. Um, um, positivity, the woman. But I almost even wonder if it's the same production company because it's Texas and everything. Anyway, maybe. it was. If you if you like if you're into cheerleading, I highly recommend cheer. If you like pig royalty, yeah. y'all, this is this is mythic. This whole thing. This is this is the same kind of idea of a reality show of. You've got one clan versus another the clan. Hatfields and McCoys. And this, and this, and it's all told through pig showing. And these, and, and pigs. The Capulets and the Montagues. Yes. Um, it's, uh, I, and it's so good. The, the, the characters are so compelling. They're the, um, they, they, then there are people like Nugget. We're, who yeah. We fall in love with little nuggets, uh-huh. and then we have the three horrible daughters who might as well mm-hmm. be the three witches from the Scottish mm-hmm. play, <laughs> the Carlisles and the Cheeks. I don't like know that. who that is. Oh, the Carlisles and the Cheeks. Oh, those are two families in Long Grove. They hate each other. I don't. So no, I should they, not know these two families. Well, the Carlisles apparently they settled Long Grove back when Long Grove. You know what? This I'm is gonna not going to be a Lone Grove. <laughs> this is not happening. No, no. I'm just saying, y'all, the Carlisle's and the Cheeks don't fuck with that story. I'm just going to say someone died. Someone's horses died. We don't know where either are buried. Oh, I'm still not interested. Uh, mostly because this is about Texas and not about but fuck Oklahoma. So let's let's dig wow. in. Yeah, this is about Texas in the San Antonio area. I thought so, it was northern. I, I why no, I, it's San Antonio. Oh, so and it's that's farther what, farther west. They all are living suburbs of San Antonio, and that's what's interesting to me because I think a lot of people forget. Um, I, I honestly, I love there's just a little bit more diversity, and we're seeing more of like because San Antonio is very. It's like this Tex-Mex. Yeah, and like you see cowboys in San, but you also see like. You have ranchero, uh, rancheros, right? Isn't that yeah? Uh, the, like I think so, so. It's a different type of vibe than like 
it's very different and I think way more interesting, honestly, than like Dallas. Dallas, yeah. Um, but I think so, they travel everywhere in Texas because the yes, it's, it that's where they're rooted in San Antonio, at Dallas, in Dallas. Yes. Um, and I think what's interesting is you can tell, like, uh, this is this is not they they could have chosen, and I think we see this in the pig showing. They could have chosen normal, uh, just uh, uh, your normal white bread white people to do this. They did not. They chose people. Uh, both of these women. I'm not sure what um, what's her uh, Jody's background is. Both these women are married to Mexican men or yeah. Latino men. That's that's just normal in right. San Antonio in that but part I, of the country. But I'm saying yeah. if you see the rest of the people who are showing pigs, uh, they don't look like that. This these are no, people who they are all look like Mr. Hallam. It's very it was very very white. <laughs> I don't know Very who wild. that is. You can't I want to contact Mr. Hallam. See how he's doing. But he was a I'm sweet just saying man. that's already interesting because as far as I know, uh I I don't know if Mexican culture has ver- a variation of pig showing. Oh, I'm almost positive they do. Um but I don't know. I mean just from I've come at us uh Mexican sissies, let us know. Uh, but it's it's just them saying this just sounds like something that is Western slash culture, and uh, they married into it. Well, I know that like so the way it works in Texas, I know the little bit I know. It doesn't happen as much in Oklahoma. More and more now because actually there's a lot of it's horses are a bigger deal in Oklahoma where I'm from, where we had pigs, but horse everybody has horse ranches where we are, yeah. and so um, but and some cattle, but the. It used to be more in Texas because I remember people making racial disparaging remarks about it. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of – but we're growing up, like, people saying that, like, you know, that here their their horses are raised by white people. Like, people would just say shit like that when I was really? growing up. And, uh, not in my family, but, like, I would hear right. people say those disparaging – that's not the case anymore. So what I think is interesting is that, that a lot of – there's this legacy of Latinx – uh, people who've really came to this country, like I would be surprised, but I rem- but I feel like there's probably a legacy of people that have worked really hard to move up and now are kind of this acclaimed, acclaimed pig trainers, acclaimed and really have this knowledge. And that's just San Antonio is just a cool city. No, I agree. I'm just wondering if there's a Mexican tradition of it. I don't know. Uh, just, I know just from the little bit of of, and I'm very. I'm treading lightly on this because I don't want to say the wrong thing. I know a little bit to fuck it up. So that's why yeah. I'm not going to well, give an expert opinion I'm trying on it. Because I, I know for a lot of the Future Farmers of America stuff, that stuff comes from white people. Yes. yes. And so yes, definitely. Yeah. So I'm just saying yeah. that's interesting that yeah. we're, we already have both of these teams are, are, are not just pure white people. Yeah. Already we're in a different area. I mean, this show is diverse as fuck. My mouth dropped oh, at the amount of diversity that happened in this. When episode. when the lesbian couple showed up, I lost my mind. That as I yeah, put I on just put like, in the sissy squad. So we're in Dallas, which is kind of the capital of North Texas, and I'm saying that in a very specific way because North Texas kind of belongs to the upper rural part with mixed with Oklahoma. And this kind of Arkansas region, which are more southern um, and low and mid to lower Texas is where you have a lot more diversity um, places like Austin and Houston. And in general, the uh, still having still the, the, the power is still in the hands of white people uh, in general in North yeah. Texas. Uh, so it's interesting to start off here and. uh and they have pr- they start with a prayer, as they do. So many things happen. Uh, they guide us with our prayers. They 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 throw some shine spray on Cannon's hair. Now I need to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about the shine spray is also the shine spray they use in the pig. Yes, yes. So I just want to say I didn't better. Where not. can I where can I get some shine spray? <laughs> That's all I want to say. Where is it? Uh. And they put it on the boy's hair, whose name is Cannon, and it is spelled K-A-N-N-E-N, I believe. Is uh, that biblical? 
It's not, is no. it? Canon. 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 Well, we're going to find out later. They're all, the girls all have K names. Um, so your favorite uh, tradition. So we meet Jody, you guys. Jody the Reen. Uh, Jody Reen, who is married to Josh. Um, and she basically says, this is our kind of matriarch of the Reens. Um, yes. And she said, I was a poor kid going up, growing up, so I'm trying to give my kids... Um, live my dreams through my kids, and at least she admits it. She admits it, and Jody, uh, Jody is the audience's way in, obviously. Uh, and we kind of empathize with her mostly. Maybe things will change, but at the very beginning, that's who we're going to identify with. She's yeah, also the first changes. person to talk, and when the documentary, you guys, that's always going to be the person who's going to take you on the journey. Usually. Um, usually, yes. yes. It's not just, I don't want to say just Joe. I mean, yes, it's Jody, but I feel like Jody's family mm-hmm. seems like the the kind of the re- most relatable. They are. You yeah. know, family. Um, um, yeah, definitely. So then we're, we move to uh, uh, Michelle Bolero. The Boleros. Um, and her cousin Nugget. <laughs> Nugget. Now, first of all, how do I describe Michelle Bolero? Um, uh, she she was looking for the toddlers and tiaras pageant, but showed up at a pig show. Basically, yeah. there is n- there is not a leopard print that this woman hasn't worn. Totally true. If if it's leopard, she's gonna put it on her body. If or it's cheetah. Le- if it's letter, if it's, yeah, animal print and sequined, you bet it's yeah. been on her body multiple times. And she's a little too tan. Here's a little too treatment treated. And the I'm, eye makeup, I'll let you take this one. The eye makeup is, um, it looks like, it just looks like, it looks a little tired. It's interesting that her daughters are so beat. <laughs> And hers oh, her like daughters she, are beat. But it's like she did all of her daughter's makeup first. And then when they got ready to go to the ball, she said, what about me? And Mackenzie said, just slap something on your eyes with your fingers. <laughs> and that's kind of what she did. And I'm going to be honest because we, y'all, we're nothing but honest on this show. Um, Michelle Bolero is kind of what I look like in drag. <laughs> You are dead on. I'm just, just going to be honest. I'm just, I just kind of like a. And I kind of look like Mackenzie in drag. <laughs> you fucking wish. <laughs> maybe, maybe the other one, maybe McCall. Could I be you, McCall? You look like none of them in drag. <laughs> you look like the guy we're going to see in later episodes. Who's the man actually wearing makeup. <laughs> um, we need to talk about, so there's Nugget. He's the cousin, uh, and he's kind of become the surrogate child of Michelle because all her daughters have gone out. They've moved out of the house. She had three. Uh, 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 so the Boleros are a lineage of yes. three women, and they talk about how, um, and well, well, we'll get to them in a minute, but I just want to explain. Some people are going, Wait a minute. I'm confused. Nugget. Nugget is a child, is a boy. Whose name is Tainter. <laughs> we His had to real look name, that up. His name is Tainter. 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 But they call him Nugget or The Nugget. The Nugget with the definite article. And so <laughs> her, I think Michelle's sister-in-law is the mother. She is. Of Nugget. And so, and Nugget is just... Like he looks Nuggets like the a, star of the show as like well. He, one of he's, them. He's yes, he's a star. He looks like a little hobbit. He's just adorable. Got a and cute little round face. Little round face. And um and so anyway, he calls Michelle Barn Bitch, Barn Bitch One <laughs> and calls his mom Barn Bitch Two. And that's where I said, wait a minute, Poodle and I have been called that in an Apple Podcast <laughs> review. I don't know who was one and two. Yeah, um, it was still five stars, so I didn't mind. Who cares? But sure. Um, so we're basically we find out the daughters are Michaela, the oldest, Mackenzie, and McCall. Michaela, 
McKinsey and McCall. I'm going to give a moment for your bile to be uh, to swallow your bile. Everybody out there, those are those are three awful Southern names. <laughs> Michaela, McKinsey, actually, Michaela. McCall. I've heard McCall. I've never heard as a as a as a first name. But the I just the idea of naming them in threes like that, and you can imagine her scream, Michaela, McKinsey, McCall, Michaela, McKinsey, McCall. It kind of sounds like a Southern parrot. <laughs> Um, um, they are, their faces are beat. They're three beautiful girls and they're gorgeous. And this is how, I don't know if it is for you. This is how a lot of girls look where I'm from. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is, this was very North Texas too, that I remember yeah, the, yeah. wearing way too much makeup. Y'all they're pageant, they're pageant girls. Yeah. So all of them, their hair isn't blonde anymore, but back when they, they show pictures of them showing pigs, they go pink. They yeah. had huge hair. They all, y'all, they have outfits that they wear. They wear the jeans with white pressed shirts. No, no khakis. Khakis with or white khakis shirts. khakis with white pressure, which is what FFA did. That. That's an FFA yeah. thing. And, and, it, and it feels kind of, and it feels almost like some type of cult, that, how yes. they wear those white shirts and khakis. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. They they had a pink trailer that said the Rhinestone Girls. Mm-hmm. And, um, Michelle's now, trying to brand them, and she's doing a damn good job. Now, the reason they do all, but there's different because whereas we should say with Jody, the Rin, right? That's how Reen. you say their last name. Rin. There were the Rin girls. So for Rin, it was Cammy and Kylie. I think it's Keenly. Keely. Keen, Keely. I, I just heard a K thing and I went, <laughs> king, 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 king. Uh, it is Keely and Cammy. And Keely is spelled like, hand me that key to that door, like K E Y L. I E and Cammy with a K, and I believe it's K A M M I. Y'all, these are names that it's not ever going to happen to a CEO. <laughs> That's not fair. You don't know that. <laughs> I, I'm just I, saying. I don't. I don't enjoy the gimmick of it. I just feel sorry about having these people having to spell their names consistently. It's consistently. And so Cannon now, is the youngest. And Cannon is the youngest. So Keely and Cammy, they had out. They had. Um, they had outfits they were, too. They showed Ke- pigs as well. Cammy always wore the Texas flag, and Keeley always wore the American flag. So now every time they show something, Cannon always wears some type of American flag shirt, kind of like and, Garth Brooks. And I kind of think this is a decent brand to do. Uh, the uh, doesn't feel as pro- gross to me as the white shirt and khakis. Well, I don't know says, why. An American flag shirt always gets noticed by the judge. Always. <laughs> Always, always gets noticed. Um, can, so I just want to say one more thing before we we're, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the Bolero daughters later. But basically, Mackenzie is the tallest and the darkest, and is definitely the villain of the show. Mac- she even says, like, she says she's a bitch, but she also that's her word, yeah, not Mars. She's like, they thought of us as bitches. She's like, I'm not very nice. I'm a bitch. And she <laughs> then she looks at her sister Michaela, who's the oldest, and said, she's a bitch too. <laughs> And Michaela just kind of looks out. Y'all, Mackenzie is a very unhappy person. <laughs> Y'all, Mackenzie scary. is like scary evil. Yeah. she's, And I think it comes from a place of hurt for sure. Oh, but oh yeah. Y'all, they found themselves a villain. And I knew you knew that when they were editing the footage that night and looking at it, they're like, this is so good. This is... these producers like just started hugging each other Mm -hmm. this show is just it's a very it's like it's honestly this it reminds me of like um say what you want to about her now it reminds me of like mama june and baby june it's just like yeah a a gold it's toddlers and tiaras but with higher stakes in a way um because this is a huge money grab and also almost generational rivalries um between these two families yeah. um yeah so i just wanted to describe their two I, go ahead oh i was gonna say also i this is again their words not our this also not as about it's also but this what i love about this this show it's also it's putting in it's just combining a lot of elements because it's also is talking about classism yeah where the bolero sisters like this sounds but at least from what the looks of it, the Bolero sisters, they're the blingy girls. That's what they call mm-hmm. them. They live in a house 
and they're considered more wealthy where the Rin girls say Rin. Rin girls, sorry. The Rin girls say we're right trash and we're just above that. And then the Bolero sisters or are Sephora, way above us. Yeah, or something and like, like that. And like you see, they're living in a trailer house. And like it's just I, I'm not judging that. I'm just saying though, y'all, that's a big deal. Probably where you're from too, where I'm from, like there's not a lot of rich people where I'm from, but I re- my parents didn't teach me this, but I know other people that would look if you lived in a brick house, they wouldn't let you date somebody who lived in a trailer house. Like, uh, that yeah, was looked it's, down it's on. Similar in South Carolina, and yeah. I so I imagine those same dynamics. Y'all might watch this and not think a thing about it. Yeah, but just so you know, the Bolero sister in the, they've thought about this. It's part of their like world. So we're talking about classism too. Yeah, it's classless. It we we're delving into every aspect. Of these people's lives and culture and class through pig showing, which is why through it's so good. Um, which is normally what Poodle calls his Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, who wants to come to the pig show? Sue-wee! Sue-wee! I, I've thrown in some fresh wood chips. <laughs> fresh wood chips. Um, so uh, basically, the, I want to say there's two categories of pig showing. There's best breed which is when you can get the Again, mon- more money. That's Poodle's Friday night. <laughs> Best breeding. Um, yeah. And then there's showmanship. That's Saturday. That's more a Saturday night. That's true. Um, and so that's more about the handler. And the breeding is much more about the pig. So you can win a lot more money from breeding from than you can from showmanship. And they, but yes, it's they still get scholarship. Yeah. They get this money. They it's, They've all used these kids compete in this because – I don't know if they actually give them checks or if it's considered money for scholarships. But I they do get, not know. But they pay for like $60,000 to pay for school for and college. college that's yeah. a big so deal. it's quite lucrative. Um, and again, that's a thing where I grew up. Y'all, it was very rare that your parents could just pay for your college. Right. So it was – that's why I got into Me music too. and started doing music because I needed to get a scholarship to pay help pay for school. Mm-hmm. So a lot of – and that is why these kids did – I mean they enjoyed it. But that all of these things are they did it just for scholarship money. I think that's everywhere though in America. But. Yeah. I mean but, it's, but especially in rural areas, uh, even though these are suburbs of San Antonio, you get outside the city, it's basically rural. Because um, your your talent that your extracurricular activity is your way out. Mm-hmm. If you're not super super smart and making a perfect SAT and all that, but even then in rural communities, even if you're really smart, you still have to compete with the smart kids who live in the city and have access to way right. It's just that's harder. So it really is you latch because I guarantee you, y'all, Mackenzie wants to move out of this town probably as quickly well, as possible. I think they all don't live with their mom anymore though. They're there they for the show. They're there, yeah, for, they're the, there for the show. Um, and uh, they all want their reality shows. They all oh, want their, their spinoff. Oh, they'll yeah. get it. And Jody could have her own too. I think Jody could probably have, and the that that family could. But the girls would be would this are is perfect what is for exciting it. about. I have to say, God, I'm so mad at them because, especially since they tried to sue us, this is what's exciting about Discovery Plus is because. This wouldn't work on TLC. No. The way it's filmed, the way it's edited, like you said, feels premium. And it would feel weird. And the show probably wouldn't go far on TLC. But it's it's so beautifully done. It's too niche. It's too niche. It's too expensive for TLC on on, on the air. And it's too niche for premium television. Yeah. It's... It's perfect for something like this. And because yeah, I, I was going to say, I thought it was going to be like some kind of another bad farm animal show about people having goofy people having like showing pigs and being weird. That's not what this is, y'all. This is real people. Uh, you said before, it was, you would say real. This is real conflict, real families. Um, anyway. So more talk, more talk yeah. about they have their first competition. This is in uh, uh, in Dallas, and uh, Cannon is uh, is showing his pig, and there and the, also Nugget is showing as well. 
and their their kids are kind of close in age. I think Ken is a little older than Nugget. I think yeah. we should describe for people that can we talk about kind of what happens in a pig showing for people that yes, don't have discovery plus okay. So basically you have how you show a pig. Um, I never thought I would have to describe this on air. Yeah. But yeah. who knew I'd be here? Uh, who knew? <clears throat> Uh, I, when I was, when I was signing up for those doctoral classes, (laughs) so you, you have the pig and it's kind of walking. It's Zuckerman's famous pig nose in the air. Look at him down. Zuckerman's famous pig. Um, and you've got a little, they call it a whip, but it's not. So don't think that they're actually whipping the pigs. You guys, they're just kind of tapping them in the direction they want them to go in. Yes. And you have to build your rapport with this pig. So the pig, you're using the little little wand or, or whip or whatever it is, and you're kind of making them go in a direction. You're touching the side of their face, and they're kind of going, and you're trying to keep their it's head It's literally up. just touching. It's yeah. not. And you're trying to keep their, to show the judges their best, like butt, haunches. Um, I've actually promenaded in this way quite often across that bar <laughs> are we talking about pig showing now because now it just feels like poodle dating but instead of a uh instead of a whip it's like a vodka soda right here <laughs> vodka right on his right on cheek. my cheek dick, 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 dick. um so and but here's it that sounds easy enough but y'all they're doing this in a big pen with 20 other pigs and they're and trying 20 to make other eye contact with the judges so there's one judge and you have to make contact with the judge you have to get the judge so part of the game is getting the judge to notice your pig in the sea yeah it's like a chorus line and it's like a it's like a it's God, like I hope a, I get it get it I hope it's, I get it get it it's like a a, a, a chorus number where how the choreographer does he need how many boys how, how many sows how many <laughs> Look at all the hogs? piglets. At all the piglets. So, it, but it is like a mass. It's like a dance, of, or like so. You think you can dance when there's I twenty really people dancing? Need okay, this buckle. focus. Focus. <laughs> there's twenty people dancing, and they pick one of the pigs, mm-hmm. and so that's where they pick the best breed and the best showman. So that's what Nugget, and that's what um, Cannon Cannon are doing. Right, they're showing the pigs, and so they show the pigs. Turns out. Neither of them win. And it doesn't go well. Cannon, because he's, I want to say he's probably, what is he, 10, 10, 11? He's like 10. He, he's yeah. a little bit older than Nugget, but yeah. not much. And Nugget's probably eight or nine. Um, uh, maybe yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah, Um, So Cannon immediately starts crying because that's what. Ten-year-old boys do when you when you lose and you feel like a lot of pressure and, and the and the people yeah. are kind of yelling at them to do both things. Reminded me, kind of flashed me back to soccer oh, yeah. well, games with yeah. my mother. Um, and yeah, because we should say, "Oh, no- the field." Yeah, that's come true. Come on, Jaybird. Bird. Come. Ralph, what are you doing? Y'all, because while they show the pigs, they are yelling at them. Yeah. Did your mother yell, ever yell so much that you were embarrassed? Oh, all, all the time. We uh, we we asked her. Um, it got to the point where our coach asked our mother not to yell anymore. <laughs> did she? <laughs> she still did, but she kept herself. She screamed. She then she would just yell at the refs. She's like, "Wait a minute! That he pushed that kid." She'd scream all the time. That's why I stopped playing soccer. Actually, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, Mother Poodle loves to yell at the refs. I guarantee you there are moms out there who are just as bad, who are listening, who are oh, yelling at my, their... My sister-in-law, Amber, she, she's that way. Mm-hmm. She gets total sports crazy. Yeah. Come at us, sports crazy moms. And so, um, <clears throat> so they... So they're, they're crying. Now, it's showing that, whereas... It's interesting because they're showing that with the Reens, they're very supportive. Yeah, they're telling of, Kim dry up, but that's what they they tell little boys in the South, unfortunately. But they're also saying things like "You it's, did you'll your get best." Better. Yeah, Tyler, like, Tyler, the gay coach for the Tyler, Reens, who's, who's like a twenty year old gay coach. He's and he's like supporting him. Whereas Nugget is Nugget is just kind of like I didn't win. That yeah. sucks. The sisters are like, "You were doing it all wrong. I've never seen you show that poorly." Yeah, and Michelle is kind of like the dance mom, where she's just like cussing, saying "fucking judges" and yeah. "piece of shit." And now, but notice though, Michelle is the woman who keeps talking about how classy they are. Yeah, I guarantee you, when 
this air for the first time, I guarantee you Michelle probably tried to file a lawsuit against them because she's Maybe. appearing so badly. Well, and she, again, to go back to classism stuff, y'all, they, so they go to, they do all these smaller tournaments and shows and fairs and things. Um, because it's a season, y'all. This happens always in the fall. Mm-hmm. It's like pig season. That's Show what... se- pig season. Exactly. That's coming up for me, y'all. Got my second <laughs> shot. Ooh, oh, pig season starts in ten days. Ten days. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. But there's the the big championship is in San Antonio, and she says, "Yes, the Reens have won smaller, mm-hmm. smaller buckles and smaller champion. It's just like it's just like beauty pageants, but they never won like the state right. championship in San Antonio. Only they've won that, and so that's where we get into a little bit. They start we so the the boys didn't win, and then I, I go ahead. I just want to say." I don't are you gonna talk about the the um the the Bolero girls a little bit more and the some of the discussion? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go um, ahead, you talk about that. So they are they're talking, they're sitting there in their interview, three of them. So on a with, swing on bench, a swing in the middle of a prairie. Just, no, no, it, this the editing and the shooting of this is just delicious. It is. And they're sitting and she's like, they're all like, we're trendsetters. And Mackenzie's talking a lot. Y'all, they're the Kardashians they of are. South Texas. Uh, and then they ask Mackenzie, they're like, do you know the Reigns? And she's like, I saw them in a couple shows. Do they win buckles? I don't, it, it was the, the equivalent of, I don't know her. It was, it was amazing. She would literally, and they're like, no, but they won. And she's like, uh, no, I, don't know. They, I don't know. I don't know if they did or not. I don't good know for them. them. I don't, sure. Good for them. It's like, whatever. It is. It's delicious. It's so good. Um, Then they're saying, uh, basically, look at all our ribbons, blah, blah, blah. And uh, and then also the Boleros, I'm just going on with the Boleros. There's this rumor. Tyler is talking about that, the gay coach, which is really interesting. Yeah. Let's talk about secrets in general. There's a whole section about secrets. Um, Tyler says – they get down and dirty. It's like, you snuggling know, snuggling up to the judges the, and the breeders. Snuggling up to the judges, the boleros and the breeders. And it's like, and that guy is juice. And he's like, I don't know if they're juicing those pigs or what. And, and the, and Roy, I think his name is, is it yeah, Roy Bolero? That's the husband yeah, of Michelle. The, the husband. Basically I'm, says, I don't know. You know, I'm just, he says, I got no secrets. I'm just, I got no secrets. We just and, the, fit. and Nugget's mom goes, Yeah, you do. You won't let anybody come in there and see him. Yeah. She goes, <laughs> That's what I love about Southern people is they will call each other out. Yeah. For instance, being so y'all Teresa don't have teeth. teeth either, so don't don't really she look doesn't. at her. <laughs> she doesn't have teeth at all. Mm-mm. And whereas, um, so it's also like the Bolero. So Michaela, it was a rumor that she was sleeping with one of the judges. One of the judges, and Michaela now, on camera, the editing is so she's like, "No, I earned everything. Yeah. I earned everything that and I then, got on your back." On your, and then we cut to Mackenzie, and the we hear the producer say, "Did was did you ever sleep with a judge?" And she said, "No." You should probably ask Michaela about that, though. <laughs> she literally throws her sister <laughs> under the bus, even when she says, "When I heard that, I was kind of like, oh, okay, okay, wow." Like I think her sister started the rumor. <laughs> she has, I think so. She has allegiance to no one. It's kind of. It's actually. It's almost amazing. It kind of takes your breath away how cold she is. Because even Poodle wouldn't do that to me. And she's a shady bitch. (laughs) Maybe. But what I want to bring up, I want to bring up, you know, I was just reminded about this. My brother, he's like changing jobs and stuff like that. And he was like, oh, I just want to do a good job. And I said, and I said kind of my quote that I've been saying a lot, like, well, other people think of you as none of your business. And he said, that's not the case in a small town. What other people think of you in a That's small town true. is a big deal and you can't get away from it. It's fair. And even more so when you're a woman and even more so when you're a pretty woman. Yep. And it's that this idea, it sounds stupid or it seems antiquated, but the fact that Michaela slept with a judge, this whole scarlet. We don't know that. Leg, we, do we just know? They, yeah, that allegedly. I don't think she did, but anyway. Um, the, well, the you haven't seen the second episode. Okay. Well, it's not. But anyway, <laughs> it's not if she did or she didn't. Mm-hmm. It's the rumor that ruins her. Yeah. 
It's the rumor that gives her a scarlet. And this brings up another point. Y'all, when you live in small towns like this, especially in the South, I think probably anywhere, the legacy of your family and what your family does in the community is kind of for some families all they have. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal. That's a big deal to my father, to the other Mars in our community of how people see us. It's a real, I think you said, mentioned that like on your mom's side of the family, that's a big Um, deal for them. It's a, it's a big deal because that is, it's not, it's not necessarily you, 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 you hold also the worth of your entire family. Yes, that's a great way to put it. Um, and that is that is a very antiquated kind of uh, tribal way to live, but that is the way people live in the South and in small rural communities. Yeah, that's how Sorry they live. Sorry for doing a lot of bit of like anthropology, but I feel like it's important to under. I think that's why Jake and I like the show. It's why I love Cheer. It's like we get it. We get this culture. Yeah. we know it. We lived it. That's why we got out of um, it. Right. Uh, so there. Uh, we we also meet the, uh, in the Reen family. We've already talked about the two girls, Cammy uh, uh, and Keely, and uh, Cannon, the little boy. Uh, we also meet Manu, their exchange student from fucking Madrid. This is where I went. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> is there going to be like an Inuit person with a full harpoon who shows oh, up next? <laughs> yes. Y'all, a girl, a they, Dutch girl, uh, selling things. Uh, Manu even says, "I love living with the Reens. If you live with the Reens, you better like pigs, or they'll get rid of or you. Or they'll get rid of you, which I can Y'all, see." They literally got an exchange student, so that way the exchange student could show pigs <laughs> in tournaments. <laughs> they needed more. They needed more bodies to have. And what's interesting is, I don't know if you they say this on this episode, but I want to say it anyway. The women who – the girls sometimes who you see on the Bolero team, they actually pay Michelle to be on their team. The family. Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. The family does. Wow. And I, you, I think you find it on the next episode, but I think that's a very interesting thing. And yes. And, and, re, and, 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 and Jody is just taking on all these people. I don't think they're paying her. So Michelle, so people pay Michelle to coach them. Yes. And Jody's taking on people. Yes. Okay. So – that is because, yeah, we're going to talk about that later. And so, you know, it's like it's this legacy that Michelle talks about that we're going to get to right. later on, which and, I think is a better way to end the show. But. And I want to say I want to say that the Reens have they've got Tyler, the gay coach. Um, already we have the, the diversity for Richie. Texas is insane, you guys. And then they have um, uh, Jody's uh, high school friend. Uh, I'm the teaks. Uh, what are the tykes? Tykes, tykes, something like that. Um, Mandy, it's Mandy. Mandy and Mandy. Uh, they they were best friends in high school, and and Mandy's son Brandon. Uh, shows for the uh the, the shows Reans. for the Reans, yeah. And um and Mandy's married to Kristen. Ma- Mandy got divorced and got and Brandon's had a hard time with it, but married to, to Kristen. a woman. And- they also have a younger son, Mason. I think that's uh, Kristen's, Kristen's son. son. I think that's and Kristen's Mason son. shows as well. Yes. So it's all about this kind of B- blended fam- families and kind of outsiders. I, I find the I find the Reens so. Uh, com- I just I see compelling again, but I find it. I can't stop watching them, and I'm so interested in them. Well, we're. I'm just going to give you, we're going to take a little break for a commercial. If you're in the, y'all, this is normally going to be a show at the $8 tier, but the first two episodes are free. Yeah. So if you're in our Reality Gaze Extra feed, you'll just keep on listening. But the rest of you, we're going to have a commercial. But just as a tease, when we get back, we're going to talk about Notorious P.I.G. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed, have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope, keep going queens. So, Notorious P.I.G. Um... That so that is a pig of the teaks, I believe. Teeks. Um, uh, Mandy and Kristen. Sounds like Dyke, and they're gonna get made fun of for that. What? T. Hopefully, it's not Tykes. <laughs> um, but the it te- does. It's it's the teaks, and y'all. That is such a country name where I'm from. Oh, I, is- I've never heard it before. Oh, teak. T. There's just all. There's just weird. But it's T Y K. T Y K. Yeah. Um. So. Again, it's Mandy and Kristen. They're kind of the they are the underdogs because basically they they don't have a lot of money and they don't and they're very either, new. They they're 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 and they very don't have new. a name for themselves. They're right. very new to this, and which it's interesting that I probably didn't do it because they're a lesbian couple. Usually, they would be the gateway into the world. Um, but I, I I like the way they've done it. But don't you agree? Usually, it's the person entering the world. And we get the worldview for there, and they didn't do that. Uh, that's why I like it. Depends it. on how reliable they are. Uh, exactly, so but, but 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 don't you see what I'm saying? That that's usually the formula of a lot of these reality shows are like, who's the person coming into the world? And they're and I like that they are doing something different with this show. Yes, but not really because there are the in a way the rings are are coming into even though they've been in it for a while, um, yeah. in a bigger way. Uh, the, the lesbian couple are new and we're going to watch them probably fail and, uh, and probably get somewhere by the end. Well, they kind of are betting on the notorious PIG and that is their pig that they love. Right. It looks good. He's doing really well, but y'all, the pig literally gets sick before. And they have to give him a shot and it's terrifying. (laughs) The, um, the pig gets sick before they have a contest in Dripping Springs, Texas. Dripping the fact Springs. There's a place called Dripping <laughs> Springs. No one says dripping. Everybody calls it Dripping Springs. Dripping Springs. Um, I, and what's interesting here is uh, they say when they're talking about Mandy and Kristen, uh, you know, they the, the son didn't accept it at first, as we said before, but there's they're they're doing a brush burning. Have you ever been to a brush burning on like someone's yes. property? Yeah, mm-hmm. happens all the time where I'm from. Yeah, sometimes it'll just be everyone you you gather the brush and you burn it. Uh, yeah, self explanatory, right? And for some reason, everyone just ha- hands it, hangs out and watches it burn. <laughs> you just sit around by the fire, and yeah. so they're having. It's interesting because Jody really is trying to present this. Um, Jody's no angel, y'all, and she's a very Jody is still Jody. Tell, us, tell us why you think that, but I'm I'm not arguing with you. I don't think she's and maybe Angel's right. She's still 
usually on these shows, like the boleros would seem very calculated and the reens would see the, you kind of think at first the reens very, seem very earnest mm-hmm. about everything. Yeah. But Jody is manipulative and she knows how to work. this. Well, I agree. I agree. I think, and I think that we see a little bit of, she brings these people in of these people that show under her. And she talks so much about, we're a family. Right. We're all going to show pigs together. Like we're here to support one another. And it feels very kumbaya-ish. It does. Yep. And, and the, and Mandy and Kristen bring up, they say, we're so grateful that you accepted us, the lesbian couple. Mm-hmm. And Tyler's like, I'm, I think probably y'all. He had a harder Ty- time coming he had hard, out. And, and he's now- like, I think Jody's almost like a mom to him. Yeah. He said, basically you accepted me when my parents really didn't. And, and yes, and we're a, we're a United Nations or whatever. He was trying to say Benet- Benetton ad, which is but, a big deal in the South anyway. But you also got to think, y'all, this is Tex-Mex, so we have we've seen what happened with Armando and Kenny with mm-hmm. like Mexican culture and ideas of homosexuality. So that's right. a big deal. It's a big deal that Jody's family are so kind of like we love everybody. It is everybody come on. That's a very big deal there, and so they kind of present this idea. But then the next, when they show kind of them at the Dripping Springs um, event, Michelle and them are having to show another pig, and they're totally throwing Jody under the bus and saying, Jody said that she would help them, and she didn't do anything. It really is, you can tell. She didn't pick up the phone. Yeah, Kristen is pissed. Kristen said, well, we tried to reach out, but she never picked up the phone. Right. And kind of looks at the camera, and And you're like, whoa. And it's really tough because... You wonder, yes, Jody's going to take care of her own stuff first. And Jody probably makes a lot of promises when she's trying to get people into what she's doing. Probably, yeah. Um, but it was interesting. Did you did you get clarify the argument? I when I watched the first time, I didn't get everything. But what happened was, uh, uh, they they say, kind of have a come to Jesus talk. Yeah. And yeah. she, so they, they have to show another pig, Strike, who doesn't even show and who's not really ready. The team. And, he, and so are, Brandon shows he doesn't win. And Brandon's like, oh, he didn't even look at me. He didn't even look at the pig. Uh, right. Um, and so they're basically saying, uh, Jody comes Well, Mandy's to crying too. We should say, yeah. y'all, it becomes full on high school. Kristen's talking to Mandy, and Mandy is like, well, everybody else opens their legs and opens their pocketbooks, and we can't <laughs> it, do that. It is. That's saying that the stakes are so high, you guys. It is so high school. Um, it's so high school. So Love Jody it. did not get back to them about Notorious being sick, how to um, help and Notorious. How to help so what's interesting, they're very upset with her. And Mandy says, I feel like I'm losing what you just said. I'm losing all the time. I'm doing this. And uh, they didn't. And, and Kristen is saying, we didn't buy any of the pigs because we were waiting for you. And then then Jody says, well, no, I told you a pig. And she's like, but it was $2,400. And Jody said, you there's got- $10,000 of pigs in there. If you're going to be in the pig pen, you got to spend the money. Right. And which is that's a, how, yeah, which is an interesting thing to say. But also, she's like, "Well, I'll help you through this." But so, how how much is she helping? You could also kind of understand where she's coming from. But I no, I, oh yeah, yeah. It, um, it's not. That's where it remind. That's kind of where it reminded me, honestly. A the way it's filmed, but um, it's just so referential. It, it reminded me a bit of um the main woman. Um, what is her name? The coach from Cheer, because she's kind. But she's also very things are Jody kind of is, I think is starting to be this way. Jody sings that sees things very black and white. Yeah. And it's it and weirdly, it's like probably to compete and to be she's had to turn a lot of her emotion off. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't look at these things emotionally. Y'all, a man Mandy is just a big walking ball yeah. of just emotions. They have to they're gonna have to get a little tougher if they're gonna do this. This is gonna be hard on their friendship. Yeah. Um I want to do a couple talk about a couple of little things um that Michelle uh basically says the great line. She's like, you know, this is going to keep going. My kids will have kids and then their kids are going to show. It's going to come full circle. We're going to keep doing this. We're going to, we're not going anywhere. And then she said, and you know, she has daughters. They're going to have kids. They're, they're, they're not going anywhere either. It's so amazing that, that she, they would just expect that all the daughters are going to stay in the area 
and their kids will be into pig showing. I would so, just never, if I had children, I would never expect that of my kids. But I think it's such, it's, but it's the family business. Yeah, I get and it. And a lot of people expect your child to go into the family business. I get it. There is one part where they, um, where Michelle has to squeeze out the piss pocket. <laughs> Again, that's Poodle's <laughs> Wednesday night. <laughs> piss pocket. Um, this was gross. And you got, she's like, you gotta milk it. And so evidently that happens. The, the urine gets trapped in, in some part of their penis uh, and you have to squeeze it out or some part of their bladder maybe. I'm not sure. Yes, yes. It was disturbing. Hey. Um, so uh, I thought it was interesting. There was one little also little bit about the Canes who are the family who, are, uh, who, who, who show with the Boleros. Um, yes, there are two girls who who there who do that, and um, though we do see later on, Jody starts talking to the father of those two girls and says, "Oh, your girls are doing they're great." Twin girls, Let, right? I'm not sure if they're twins. Maybe at least at least fraternal. But they say things like, um, "Yeah, your daughters are doing great. If you need anything, just give me a call." And this is where I'm that talking is, about. She's that is sly, and she knows calculated. it pisses Michelle off. And Michelle is over there going, "I can't believe she's doing that. This is a bunch of bullshit." Yeah, and she is pissed. And then this is after already they did a showing in Dripping Springs, and y'all, Canaan, Cannon or Cannon, whatever, Cannon, <laughs> Cannon won, and not only did oh, he win, I loved it. Not only did he win his competition, he was asked to judge the the younger competition. And guess who was showing in the younger competition? Nugget, Nugget, y'all. My was you, when you were watching him. My judge pulse Nugget, was racing. Yes, I was holding my breath. I was like, "What is going to happen?" I told you this show was good. And he was judging. He was judging Nugget, and it turns out this this young girl with a ginormous bow in her hair, <laughs> very JoJo Siwa. It, yeah, it was yeah. like, yeah, um, Jody Sweeten on Fuller House. She she ends up winning, and Nugget comes in second, and Michelle is furious. And she's like, she's, you know, that's like having a coach of one of your teams in the Super Bowl being a referee. She's like, yeah, this is just, and her over there talking to the Kane twins, that's just, you know what? We're classy. We're just classy, and we're professional. We're going to keep it that way. Cut to, we see Mr. Kane saying, oh, the Jody Reen, she spoke to me. Oh, I love this. And it this. was really nice of her. And Michelle says, oh, that's good of her to do that. Yeah. That's real good. And then she walks Don't away. Don't be and surprised said, if it's a Don't setup. It's a setup. <laughs> it's a setup. She's going to fuck you over. Just so you know. But that's fine. Good for you. And and he's, so she, so Jody has done what she wanted and got her pissed off. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. At the very end, she's like to, to camera and confessional, you reap what you sow. Get it? Because a sow. I did Isn't not even sow think. Sow spelled the same way? Yeah. No. Reap what you oh, sow is S-E-W. Oh. Like you oh, sow yeah, like something. Oh, never mind. No, 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 no. I don't think you understand. Like you <laughs> sow seeds. You don't sow like this. But I know. just <laughs> Like you sow grass, you understand people. Yes, yes. Well, I'm, I have. I feel like I want to throw my head through a plate glass window sometimes. <laughs> Y'all, it's good. We're here for it. There's gonna be, there's gonna be a shit storm a coming. It's only as this episode premiered. There's only four episodes that have dropped. Right. I think there's probably gonna be eight. I'm, I'm thinking eight. Maybe they drop six. one a week. Yeah, they dropped the first two. Uh, in one week, and then and, they yeah. dropped. That we're up to episode four now, and I think episode five will drop on Tuesday. That's when it drops. And, and y'all, we're that we're doing the same thing. We're dropping our first two episodes on this free feed. If you're listening on a reality gaze feed, we're dropping the, again. Try before you buy, and then if you're interested and you want to download the rest of this show, you go to our eight dollar tier of our reality Either gaze extra. Patreon or Supercast. Yes, and what that can, what you can also get with that, you can get all the back episodes of Love After Lockup. When Love After Lockup comes back in June, you'll be able to get that. That was our smothered tier. So and you also get all current episodes uh, ad free. 
ad free commercial. So even regular 90 for day fiance, ad free for your pleasure. Um, that's the show. That's all I got. That's the show. That's God. This show's so good. I really enjoy it. I really like this it is, too. This has literally been the best thing I've watched since 2021. We're getting some gifts between this and then that sister show that's coming. I'm really I, scared to watch it. Because you know you're going to love it and we're going to have to do it. It's actually a little sick to me. Uh, you I, said that You said. You said that about smothered? Yeah. And boy, you ate those words. Well, they're still... I, I, if, I, if Sarah and what's her name come back and Lori come back, I'll just have to have, I'll have to, you'll have to be like clockwork orange me for my eyes because <laughs> that's the one where I just feel sad watching them. Oh, Sarah, you're going to give me a kidney? Yeah, yeah mom, sure. Oh, I <sighs> love you so much. Great, smell my teeth. Anyway, y'all, that is the show. That is Pig Roll. What's our sign off? We don't have one. You can go to realitygatespodcast.com for all our other shows. Come at us on Cameo and Twitter. Hey, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate that so yes. much. If you don't know what to say, you can say, just keep say, going, keep queen. going, queen. And with that, y'all, we'll see you later. See you later. It's going to work. fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties wondry's podcast dis and tell is hosted by comedians sydney battle and matt belisai each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.